Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're gonna to look at Psalm 51 together and at what we could call the anatomy of repentance. And there's so much information here, I wanna jump right in and dig in. And I'm gonna to try to go through a number of points very quickly. Uh, first of all, in the anatomy of repentance, we, we see here uh, the, the revelation of the truth that we certainly see throughout all of humankind, and that is the reality of original sin. Psalm 51.5, For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. See, sin is not just something that we do, it's also a condition that we're born into. Since the fall of mankind, since Adam's sin, essentially all of the human race has been infected, has been enslaved by sin and by death. That rebellion, that separation from God is, is in the human race. And we, we need a Savior, a new Adam, to bring life where there has been death. We see here that the only hope for forgiveness is the unfailing love of God. We have no basis, we have no merit, we have nothing that we have earned that could get us salvation. The only basis is the love of God, specifically the love of God poured out on the cross of Jesus Christ. So in verse one, have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, not because of my merit, but because of your love. And then next, uh, we see that in that love, um, God brings conviction of sin. In verse 8, we read, You have broken me, now let me rejoice. See, it is a great mercy that God would take the time that the Spirit would move in our lives when uh, we're, we're locked in sin to show us our sin, to grieve our hearts so that we would turn from sin and to God. We see that there is a stain of sin, that there is this guilt that hangs on to us. There is shame for sure, but there is very real guilt and there is a sentence, a just sentence. The wages of sin is death. We read in verse 9, Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. And by the grace of Jesus, our sins are washed clean. Our record is cleared. We stand before God as though we had never, ever sinned as white as snow. Thanks be to God. Now, forgiveness, we read in Psalm 51, is not just a matter of religious practice. It's not just an empty ritual. It is a matter of the heart and of the will. And then the practice can rightly follow, but it is not first a matter of religious practice. Verse 17, the sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. Don't just make sacrifices of animals as they were doing at that time. Don't just do that and think that takes care of it. It is a broken spirit that God is, is looking for, meaning that our pride is broken, that our resistance, our rejection of God is broken, and we submit to Him. And we see here that God forgives our sins. Yes, thanks, thanks be to God. But also, He heals us of our sins. Verse 10, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. So God doesn't just wash us clean of our sins and then set us out to go about sinning the same way uh, to the same degree again and again and again. God 
heals our lives. It is the work of sanctification that He frees us from sin and He breaks the power of that canceled sin, making us more and more like Jesus Christ. To reject, we read here, the, the conviction of the Spirit, to live in obstinate disobedience, uh, refusing to submit to God, to repent to God, and, and to push away from God um, is, is, a, is a very, very serious thing. And it is to put separation between ourselves and God. Do not banishment me, we read in verse 11, from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. It's very serious, friends, when we continue to obstinately reject the Lord and His Word and His way. We harden our hearts. We sear our conscience. And so finally, the calling here is to yield, that we would yield ourselves to God, that as He shows us where there's sin in our lives, that we would surrender it to Him, that we would be grieved, yes, but that we would understand the point of grief is not to lock us into shame, but it is to free us from sin. It is to cause us to turn back to God that we might live in His joy. So we read in verse 12, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. This is where joy is, friends. It is in trusting the Lord, yielding to Him, loving Him, bending the knee to Christ, living for Him, following Him, being willing to obey the Lord, yielding to Him as Lord and Savior. Uh, it, this is the pathway to joy. May we all be on it as we follow this pattern of repentance that the Lord has given us in His Word. And, uh, and, and friends, I, I pray until we speak again, that God would bless you and that He would keep you.